This is our AMA Wednesday, January 12th, uh, 2022. Bunch of stuff has happened in the last week, uh, both Leo specific and not. Uh, Cal, where do you want to start? You want to talk about lightning or? Um... Yeah, let's just let's just jump into into lightning and the stuff that we were working on just yesterday. So if anyone noticed that the website went down yesterday morning, which was, which was, uh, was a great experience, but we were, <laughs> were uh, we were playing with a lot of the servers and, and lightning. Um, so if you don't know, I mean, Leo, Leo runs on, I don't even know how many servers at this point, but upwards of 30 servers at this point, virtual servers. And um, you know, these, these servers run different aspects of the project, you know, You've got the, the front end for leofinance.io. You've got uh, the Lightning database. You've got Leo Infra. You've got Leo Mobile. You know, uh, probably three or four servers just for Cub stuff. Um, then you've got the PolyCub servers, which are which are already live, but the platform is not live to be to be clear. And <laughs> and uh, so so basically, there's just a, a whole a whole slew of servers to do all sorts of things for us. And um, and yesterday we, we were having some issues, so we were we were upgrading the servers, and and basically we ended up we ended up tripling the size of the Leo Finance server and the Lightning server because basically the the increased traffic and the increased amount of content that that Leo Finance has been getting is is kind of blowing up our system. So uh, we upgraded everything, and uh, and it's looking really good. Um, the capacity is a lot higher, probably I don't even know 20, 20 times higher. And what we're preparing for too, if you read the 2021 recap, is you know during the launch of Cub, everything exploded because you know there was so much attention, there were so many people flowing through all of the apps, it just caused overload. So what we're doing is basically preparing everything for for the same thing to happen with Polycub because uh, I I think it was, I think it's going to be a repeat of history where you know every app just explodes in activity and and everyone on the platform is more active and. Uh, old people come back, new people come in. So I just want us to be be ready for all of that. So if you logged in this morning, um, the Leo Finance website is running a lot more smooth than uh, than you know even before the update yesterday. And uh, and it's definitely, it's, in my opinion, it's definitely a lot faster and it's definitely a lot more scalable. So really set ourselves up for for the Polycub release um, yeah. to happen in the Sooniverse. I've been, um, I was looking around on Leo Finance because I was having trouble yesterday accessing stuff, like only like the first sentence of a post would show up. But I was looking this morning, I click on a thing, it pops up instantly. The only thing that doesn't, that doesn't load instantly is, you know, if there's an ad and then it's obviously pulling that dynamically. So, yeah. uh, but the content itself is just pops up right away, which is fantastic. Uh, so, so far I haven't had any problems at all, which is uh, which is always a good, <laughs> a good experience. Yeah. Um, looking at Walter's post, I'm looking at uh, the little clip of us from last week. Leo is migrating to the multi-chain future. Future. Um, what is the, um, you know, roughly speaking, how does the popular list on Leo Finance get determined these days? So the so the uh, the curated list at the top is is different than it used to be. So starting a few weeks ago after our first curator chat, we the the curators suggested that we switch the curation feed because it was it was always on me to do the manual curation. And obviously, you know, when development is, you know, when we're deep in development and stuff, I'm not curating as actively. 
so they suggested that we switch the curated feed to follow, you know, each curator. So uh, what we did is implement something where um, every week, starting every Monday, every seven days, it, it switch, switches over to the next curator. So it starts with what's up uh, right now. It's Beehiver uh, this week. And, uh, and then next week, it'll be JK with the Leo Alpha account. And every week it switches over so that that curation feed, that curator's picks feed is actually the curators picking content. And it's one curator uh, each week. So, so yeah. So if you see those picks and you don't like them or you think that it could be improved or you think they're doing a good job, you should let the, let the curation team know that they're, you know, to improve or, or that they're doing a great job or you know, any of that stuff. And then the popular feed, that still just works on the trending. That's like that old trending algorithm that everybody hates which is just <laughs> ranking content by how much it's earning. That's really it. Okay. And then obviously you've got the promoted content where people can burn Leota to rank higher. Gotcha. Yeah, you know what would be cool on the curated part, just off the top of my head, is if we had a little, little line item like somewhere off to the side or the bottom or something saying, you know, these, these posts curated by whoever the current curator is. Oh, yeah, I like that. Then we could say, okay, you know, what's up's great. You know, Beehiver sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy yeah. with all our curators. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, been, it's been good. Doing great. But obviously, yeah. everybody's going to have different opinions of, of whatever. Right. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, we got, we had a few uh, early questions populated in the Discord. Um, is there any, any other updates, Leo-wise, you want to hit before we get into other stuff? Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot going on, and I just kind of want to, you know, as uh, you know, as the things happen, it's it's going to be more like let's talk about them as they're happening. But some of the stuff that that I've really been focused on this week is, you know, Polycub's always the number one. Leo Mobile, we released a new version in the past week, and if you've uh, if you've opened the app and updated, some people were having an issue where Hive Signer wasn't working because Hive Signer deployed some update that broke the app. Um, so we fixed that Hive Signer issue. Um, so if you were having trouble logging into Leo Mobile on iOS or Google Play for Android, then just go in and, and update your app and, and try it again because it should all be working now. And, uh, and then we deployed some updates. So obviously the new version of Lightning was integrated in the Leo Mobile app. So if you use the app, I mean, I, I've used it obviously from the, from the switchover and it's incredibly faster. I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy. When you click on a post, it just it just loads. It, I think it actually it actually loads a lot faster than than LeoFinance.io now on Leo Mobile uh, when you click on posts and, and stuff like that. So the the mobile app is going really well, and then um, you know we're we're basically just charging forward on on a lot of the stuff we're working there. The next major feature is going to be full text search, so you'll be able to search you'll be able to search Leo Finance content by the text that's in the content, which is not something that exists on the entire high blockchain right now. So at well, first- You need uh, a local database to make that work, right? Right, so, so Leo Finance, we've started indexing content already and we're gonna have, by the time it goes live, we should have about a year's worth of content indexed. So the past 12 months, and then you'll be able to search through that, search through that database on the Leo mobile app. Awesome. And obviously we're building mobile first now and the desktop app that we've got right now is going to get completely replaced at some point. Cause we're, we can basically with the Leo mobile app, we can deploy to Android iOS, and then we can also deploy the desktop, but we have to make some, some upgrades before we can go to desktop. 
So eventually the current Leo Finance desktop UI is just going to be completely scrapped. It's going to turn into, it's going to turn into the Leo Mobile uh, extension basically, but it'll, it'll still function great. And, and we're going to take a lot of the features that are there now and just port them over to the mobile app. So we're kind of slowly building towards that. A lot of the stuff we're doing, you know, surrounding Leo Mobile is very infrastructure based. And obviously that ties a lot into Project Blank and, and what we're going to release with that because <laughs> because you need uh, you need all that infrastructure to, to make Project Blank possible. And, and you obviously need that infrastructure to make Leo Finance a, a great Web3 app that everyone wants to use. So, you know, you need Lightning to be fast. You need uh, Leo Infra to make it easy. And, uh, and you need Leo Mobile's UI to be, you know, a comfortable and nice user experience. So just all this infrastructure stuff is, is just taking us forward. Outside of that, we are working on Hive stats. And this is interesting because we deployed three major updates uh, in version three. Uh, so it was, it was three phases and uh, the development is going really well. But then we decided there's a lot of long-term developments that we want to do with Hive stats. Um, so we actually decided to change the entire framework of HiveStats, which, which is requiring almost a rebuild of it. You know, not, not a complete rebuild, but, but almost a complete rebuild where we're, we're taking HiveStats and its current framework and switching it over to, to a different language, which will allow us to do some of the stuff that's on the more long-term roadmap of HiveStats, which, which could actually be a lot sooner than later than I was expecting. So like what, one major feature, you know, that I think people will get excited about is, um, is, you know, this idea that I had for, for memberships on HiveStats where you can pay basically a premium subscription for HiveStats and you can get extra analytics and you can, you know, get deeper analytics on your Hive account. Cause right now you get very surface level analytics, right? You get like your curation, you get your last seven and 30 days of, of analytics uh, but it's possible that we can we can extend that to like a year's worth of analytics, but then it's very intense on on the database. So, you know, with all these different types of features, we're going to create basically a paywall for for like the deeper. So like all the current stuff you see on Hive, Hive stats is going to remain, you know, on the free, you know, the free version. For these other more deep analytic features, we're going to have a paywall where you can subscribe by paying, you know, say 10 Leo to null. So you'll burn 10 Leo every single month, and then you'll get access to those more deep analytics. So it's, it's kind of an interesting, you know, sync for, for Leo. And, and that was kind of one of the long-term plans with HiveStats when we started it. And it's requiring like a, a complete framework change. So that's kind of, HiveStats is going to turn into like a very big, you know, focus for, for the whole project. And I think, I think it's going to be really good. And, and we're going to integrate some, some uh, Splinterland stuff. We're going to integrate, you know, just a lot more general Hive stuff. You know, we want it to be, we want it to be like as, you know, for people on Hive, you know, we want it to be as relevant as like a Hive.blog or like a PeakD. We think Hive stats could be, uh, could be like one of those tabs that you always keep open if you're, if you're on Hive and you may not even know what Leo is, but then you'll have Hive stats and you'll have, you know, more access to, uh, to the Leo cult, the Leo Apple cult, uh, <laughs> where we try to suck you into all of our apps. So, so that's that. Then we're working on uh, the Cub Bond. So we've been, I've been working on that uh, more recently. So that will be released probably sometime around when Polycub is released. There's obviously there's a separate developer working on it. So it, they could be released at the same time. They could be released, you know, far apart. I don't, I don't really know at this point, but, but uh, you know, Cub Bonds and Polycub are, are so close. Uh, they're, they're upgraded to very soon. And, uh, 
and we'll see uh, we'll see how it goes. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I'm I'm excited for Cub Bonds. I'm actually, uh, I, I'm really thinking that between Cub Bonds and and Poly Cub, we're gonna see some some interesting things happen. Sounds good. When you said Cub Bonds, and I was multitasking because I was looking at some of the questions in AMA um, chat. You talking about Cub Bonds on Poly Cub or also on Cub DeFi? So Cub DeFi on Binance Smart Chain will have its own bonds uh, gotcha. where you can bond Cub USD, Cub BNB, and even Belio BNB, and uh, and potentially other other things like Bitcoin. Um, you can bond into the protocol, and there's there's like a bonding curve, and you can buy discounted Cub basically from the treasury. Nice. So you're you're basically trading with the treasury. You're saying like, you know. Here's here's a thousand dollar Cub BUSD LP position, and in exchange you're going to get like eleven hundred dollars worth of Cub, as an example. So you'll get a ten percent, you'll get like an instant ten percent return uh, paid out as Cub uh, from the Treasury. So it's not um, going to be over like five days, like like a lot of other. No, it it is. It does unlock over over a multi day period. So I guess it's not an instantaneous return, but it's you know you lock it you lock in a certain rate for the Cub that you're going to get. So very similar, you know, actually identical to, to Olympus uh, bonding and all that stuff, if, you, if you've used any of those uh, platforms. So bonding is going to be very interesting on Cub. And, and obviously Cub's long term is going to change a lot. Um, so when uh, it's, it's pretty exciting because when PolyCub launches, everything on Cub is going to change because we're going to have bonding. And then, you know, there may or may not, you know, I can't confirm or deny that there's going to be massive changes to the tokenomics of Cub and the way that uh, the pools are incentivized. So I talked about it in an AMA a few weeks ago with the incentive pendulum uh, swinging on, right, on uh, Cub BUSD farm and the Cub BNB farm and the the Cub kingdom. So when Cub bonds launch, that's when all that stuff is going to change. and I think it's I think it's going to change the way Cub is Cub is viewed in a lot of ways. Yeah, I've um, I've started legging into the uh, I, I've been in the Cub Kingdom forever, just just compounding there because I thought I thought soon would be now sooner than now. Um, <laughs> I but, suffer uh, from that same dilemma. <laughs> but I've started legging into uh, or taking my my daily you know uh, Cub earnings and putting that into Cub BNB. So I'm probably doing this backwards. Uh, I probably should have had Cub BNB first and then compounded into uh, the Cub Kingdom. But, you know, whatever the case may be, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking both ways. But now if or when when the bonding becomes available, that Cub BNB will probably be sold into the treasury for more Cub. Um, uh, so, yeah, so lots of things happen, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All the things, all the wins and soons. All um, the wins and soons. So... Before we jump into serious questions, um, I'm going to address the best question question I've seen in the AMA. Um, Alex put in uh, yesterday, it looks like. If a train is traveling at 110 miles per hour for 12 <laughs> minutes, when Polly Cub? <laughs> <laughs> it's all relative, you know, uh... it's all relative. Anyway, that's that's the question of the day. But. Well, you know, uh, Tokenized Society had, had the right answer. It says it will depend on wind direction, weather conditions, and track temperature, but soon is a good estimate. <laughs> the true answer is it depends on the calendar. Correct. Oh, my god. The calendar goodness. Is, a, is a mysterious creature. Um, I don't know. 
Yes, you, you never, never know what's going to go on in the life of the calendar. <laughs> you had some some eventful stuff yesterday. Um, yeah. Do we want to get into questions now, or is there anything else in terms of uh, updates? Um, I think we're good for questions. I mean, there's definitely more more happening, but but yeah, let's. I, I just tried to keep it focused on what's uh, what's in the very universe rather than what's in the universe. Sounds good to me. So I guess that's good that we were talking about Polycub. See, people, you got to read the tea leaves. <laughs> um, right. Cool. Uh, Nodak's got some questions from uh, the 10th. He asked about an update on IDO number two. Is it still slated to be a, an AMM on Binance Smart Chain? It is. Yeah, it is an AMM on Binance Smart Chain. It has some uh, unique features um, with, you know, referrals and, and stuff. So if you look at a platform like BuySwap, it's actually pretty similar to, to something like that. So I think it's going to be interesting. And, and obviously they're, they're listing Cub and, uh, and Leo. And then, you know, I've, I've pretty much convinced them that they should airdrop to Hive um, to generate a lot of hype. I, I think the three, I don't really know what happened with the three speak and Ragnarok airdrops. But I know that they generated a lot of buzz on Hive. What's that? I said anticlimactic. Well, they took the snapshot. Oh, really? And then uh, I think and the claim is at some point later. Yes, then we wait. Okay. I think it's like a monthly claim I saw or something. Yeah, 12, just like... 12 claims. From from what I understand, and I'm not an expert at, at all, but from what I've talked to Edicted and others, uh, they say it's, it's going to be 12 monthly claims, but on the same snapshot. So most most things when you have sequential claims, they have sequential snapshots. To you know, the idea being you incentivize holding that that earlier asset over all the snapshots. So I'm a little confused as to what the rationale was to have one snapshot and then a year long claim period. But yeah, I guess uh, the fact that there wasn't clarity maybe maybe that was the point because. Like personally, had I known that's the way it was playing out, then obviously I just would have like piled into Hive right before this snapshot and then be like, all right, cool. Now I got 12 months. This can play out good or bad. doesn't matter. I'm locked in. Yeah. But whatever. I just rolled with what I had. We'll see how it goes. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what, though? It's cool, though, because that's something we haven't really seen yet. So now it's another experiment and we can essentially, you know, get, you know, garner information from that experience. So to finish no tax question, as far as uh, IDO number two timeline, is that tied to Polycub launch or what's, what's up with that? Yeah, it is very, it is very reliant on, on the Polycub launch. I didn't really want their launch to go before Polycub for, for a couple of different reasons. So it is, it is tied to it, but definitely not completely reliant on it. It really could have gone either way. Gotcha. Um, so it is in this universe, though. Cool. Um, and then we might as well just round out his other one. And then, Neil, I'll let you jump into the other ones. Sure. Um, he said, it was great to hear about the achievements in 2021. It was also great to learn from mistakes. What do you think the biggest mistakes were of 2021? And what did you learn? Yeah, I think... Um... You know, I think there were a lot of mistakes in, in 2021, and and I think I covered a lot of those in the in the 2021 you know three volume, fifteen thousand word recap. But but the the gist of it, if I were to just 
So wait, Cal, is there a real answer to read the fucking doc? <laughs> yes, that is that is that is the official answer. That anyway, is the go, official answer. Go ahead. <laughs> you know the the gist of it is is uh, we you know with the expansion that we saw in 2021, growing pains and and you can I mean if you probably if you do you know a control F search of of the 2021 you know recap. You probably see the word words growing pains, you know, at least 20 times in there. That was really what stuck out to me as as the thing that we needed to to learn and and grow from in 2021, which was, you know, as this as Leo Finance scales and we we scale, you know, not only in terms of what we're developing, you know, where we're developing in terms of blockchains, how many people are in the community, how many people are posting, you know, the TVL and Cub, the TVL and Polycub. Leo Bridge, you know, all of these different things that we're doing uh, simultaneously, you know, growing pains is always going to be, it's always going to be a narrative for us. And, uh, and I think that the number one lesson is, is, you know, how do we, how do we not only tackle the growing pains in real time? So grow, you know, as things are happening and, and, you know, we're trying to figure out, you know, how do we do this? How do we do that? How do we handle all of this growth? in real time, also learning how to set up for the next thing. So, you know, we love to, we love to do it live, but how do we also do it live with more of a plan? Um, and, and, you know, basically just have a better, have a better understanding of, of what's going to happen. You know, obviously we don't know exactly what's going to happen, but, but we can prepare a lot better. And a, a lot of that is being thrown. A lot of that weight is being thrown into Polycub. And, and like I was just saying earlier with the, with the Leo Finance interface, you know, we're we're really preparing for Polycub and and getting ourselves ready for it, and that that's really in an effort to to solve for the issue that we found in 2021. So so that's definitely the number one thing that sticks out to me. All right, we had Yaba in the uh, in the audience for a second. He was asking about airdrops, saying yes, there is one, and then he was asking how much Leo should I hold to provide. <laughs> Obviously, the answer is all, but. Um, then uh, we have we have Boz asking, you know, is there is Leo ever planning to move to something like a DAC where community members decide on the developments? Yeah. So for for you know Yaba's question, I think it pretty much got answered. But but basically, he's asking when Moon and and how much <laughs> and soon. But yeah, the answers are soon and calendar and uh, you know all the things we love to say. But yeah, there's there is an airdrop for Cub. And, you know, uh, you were just talking about the three speak airdrop and, and how they've got the 12 month claim thing. And, and, you know, I, I really like three speak. I use it pretty much every day. I have, I don't really keep up with a lot of the stuff that happens on hive outside of Leo because I just don't have enough hours in the day, but, but the, the cub airdrop is obviously a daily snapshot and daily distribution over 60 days. So, uh, like Neil was saying, it incentivizes you to hold it over 60 days rather than a upfront snapshot where then you can just pump it, pump it right before the snapshot and then dump it, you know, 10 seconds after, after it. So obviously if you, if you hold it on the first day of the snapshot, you'll get that snap, you'll get that airdrop. Uh, but then if you dump it the same day, then you won't get next day's airdrop. So that's kind of the interesting thing about the, the cub airdrop. And then, you know, for, for uh, the other question about the DAC, I, there is a lot of stuff that I have in the roadmap I really need to release this this Leo Finance White Book. I've been novel. sitting on it for so long. Yeah, it's a, it, that is a true novel. If you thought if you thought the uh, the 2021 recap was long, you should just see that one. 
so there, there is a plan to create more of a DAO ecosystem and, and DAOs are kind of slowly getting to the, the mainstream narrative, you know, with the constitution DAO and everything that happened uh, surrounding that and a few other DAOs that popped up. Those are slowly starting to reach, you know, that mainstream conversation around crypto, which is, you know, these things can be used for funding. They can be used for all sorts of, of, uh, of you know, basically democratizing not only access, but, but democratizing, you know, voice and, and stuff like that. So that DAO narrative, I think, is going to start to play a bigger role in Leo, you know, come the end of this year, maybe next year. So it's definitely going to get interesting when you can start to vote on proposals. And and you do see a lot of DeFi platforms with with proposal voting and, and stuff like that. We just want to make something that that actually works well and and can dictate dictate the way that things move, but dictate them well, not just, yeah, you know. Yeah, there, there's a fundamental problem in a lot of business. Uh, so like in... DAOs based on or DAOs that vote on code provisions like um, like Curb has their gauge DAO where people can vote. Okay, this 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 uh, AMM pool is going to receive this fraction of the CRV uh, inflation. That all works fine. What where where problems occur is okay, the DAO votes a thing, and now a person has to do something because that person has their own mind and they can say, eh, not going to do it, you know? So it's, uh, um, it's, uh, it's still kind of an experiment in, in governance, really. You know, how do you, you know, if you're coming together as free agents, how do you vote on something and then get somebody who might not agree with you to do it? That's, uh, I think that is an unsolved human behavior question. <laughs> but... Uh, yes. I, I don't know what the answer would be, but um, <clears throat> so, so like, you know, let, let's say, you know, Leo Finance develops, you know, a, a DAO or a DAC or whatever you want to call it and says, okay, we should do this thing next. And Cal, obviously, founder has an overarching vision and says, that's stupid. We shouldn't do that next. Then what happens, you know? So uh, I am not... I'm not bullish on DAOs that uh, the interface with the human level for, for assigning inflation and, and codes type stuff works great. Uh, that's just my opinion. But, uh... You know, I agree with you. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a more uh, basic bitch point of view in that I just say <laughs> too many cakes, too many cooks in the kitchen has always been a problem in human history. And I don't know how you solve that human slash social dynamic because humans are going to human. Yeah. Well, and that's my only concern with DAOs. So, so not, not to, not to go off on, on too far tangents. I'll, I'll limit my comments here, but uh, you know, on, on the hive, you know, blogs side of things, you know, there are these constant arguments about downvotes, Right. And uh, I saw some tweets the other day about how, um, how you know people who get downvoted then complain about uh, you stole my rewards and everything, and you know the comment that uh, my response that, that comes to me is that like you know the the argument of people downvoting on Steam and then Hive has, has always been well it's not your rewards uh, until the payout occurs you know seven days after you post, and that's all fine and everything it neglects accrual accounting but fine, but the the point is is that they've been making the same argument for five years and people still feel the, the same way because humans are going to human <laughs> like that says, you know, so it's a uh, sort of a ridiculous, uh, 
designing a system that does not work with the way people actually act is doomed to failure. So, uh, so Cal, I don't know if we actually talked about this last week on the on the stream or if this was only in Discord, uh, but you had mentioned that the WLEO rune pool was just a matter of pressing a few buttons. And so right. I, you know, I said, well, if it's just a matter of pressing a few buttons, let's press a few buttons. Uh, <laughs> what, what is going on there? Yeah, so we've, we've got everything ready you know, for a while to, to move Raplio over to Rune, uh, to Thorchain. And, um, you know, basically what held us back originally was that right around the time we finished the development of the things that we need, like on our end, Thorchain had the, the hacks and they, you know, they had all their Ethereum router issues. Uh, so then we we're like, all right, well, clearly we're not going to do anything right now. So we're going to wait. So we shoved it to the side and we said, okay, we'll press our buttons later. And then, you know, it's taken them a few months, but they've, they've really cleaned everything up on Thorchain. There's, there's, uh, you know, um, there's this, this organization called Nine Realms. There's, there's all these security organi organizations now. There's something called ThorSec, which is, uh, you know, just for, focused on Thorchain security. So they've, they've taken their mistakes of 2021, you know, looping back to our earlier uh, talk, talk about all that stuff. They've taken their mistakes and they've, they've really, you know, run with it and, and fixed a lot of that stuff and, and implemented good systems. So now we're pretty much ready to just, just launch it. You know, we're, we're ready to send it on, uh, on ThorChain and uh, very soon can become now at any point. So really what, what, what I'd like to see before we, you know, press our buttons is uh, obviously Polycub because, you know, the, there's going to be this extension to, to Polygon and, and uh, with Pelio and, and Pelio is already deployed and, and everything's ready, just waiting for the launch. And, um, you know, we basically, we're, we're putting so much focus behind Pelio, Polycub and uh, extending Leo Bridge from BSC to, to Polygon that, that launching RapLeo on, on ThorChain right now will just take too much of our focus, I think. You know, not just in terms of, you know, the, the team, but, but in terms of the whole community. So. What I'd like to see first is, is Polygon set up and we want to get liquidity in that Pelio pool. And then we want to set up Raplio and, and get ready to move over to ThorChain. So what's going to happen is we're going to basically move liquidity uh, rewards from Uniswap to ThorSwap. Um, so instead of earning, you know, geyser payouts and, and being an LP on Uniswap where you're uh, pooling Raplio and Ethereum, you're going to pool uh, Raplio and Rune on ThorChain. And what that's going to do is uh, it's still going to be on Ethereum, uh, Raplio. Um, so obviously you still have the gas fees, which sucks, but but there really isn't a, a better there really isn't a better option on Thorchain right now for for EVMs. So uh, so for now it is going to be Ethereum uh, ERC twenty on Thorchain. Uh, Thor so you'll be able to go to ThorSwap and you'll be able to swap Raplio for any of those native cryptos that are on Thorchain. So they're about to list uh, Dogecoin. And uh, they've got Bitcoin, they've got Ethereum, you know, they've got BUSD, they've got USDC. They, I mean, they've got so many different currencies that you can trade into. They've got Litecoin. So it's going to provide a better on-ramp and off-ramp for, for Leo Finance, which is, which is going to be incredible. And then the thing to take that vision further is that we're going to relaunch, um, you know, a, a much better version of Leo Bridge, which is going to make it, I want to make it e even easier to swap through Leo Bridge than it is to swap on ThorSwap. So I want to be able to, you know, send people to Leo Bridge and say, 
you know, you can swap any currency through the Leo token economy into wrapped Leo and then output anything on Thor swap, like, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, all that stuff. And then we're also going to hook up the, um, so these are all, this is basically the Leo bridge roadmap. And then we're going to hook up the, the B swap pool. That's uh, it's Leo swap.hive. So then anyone will be able to swap from hive directly to say native Bitcoin or native Ethereum or native Litecoin. And that'll all route through the, the Leo pools. Um, or you, or if you want to go, like, let's say you want to transfer your hive into, um, into the polygon network, you could, you could swap hive through Leo bridge and it'll go into Leo, uh, native Leo through the B swap pool. And then it'll be wrapped into uh, P Leo. And then, um, it'll output whatever you want on, on polygon. And that creates volume on the, the Leo B swap pool. It creates volume on the P Leo pool on polygon. And that's really how the bridge works everywhere. So. So Leo Bridge is going to be the, the cornerstone of, of the Leo economy uh, moving forward. So long story short, Thor swaps soon. And uh, it's going to be very after soon. After Polycub. And right. So after Polycub. But so, and, uh, I'm, I'm really excited at, about that. I'm just looking at the funds cap on, uh, on Thor swap. They're at 98.7% right now. Mm-hmm. So they'll probably need to raise their caps uh, before we can get a, a pool in there. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, on one of the, I would say probably, you know, at the rate that they're raising caps, probably within the next one to two or three, maybe three at the longest uh, cap raises, we'll, we'll see Raplio uh, make its debut over there. And someone, I forgot who it was, Edicted or someone else in general chat uh, earlier in the week was saying, you know, how will we get over the, the, the required amount to be listed on ThorChain? Um, and I don't, I'm not, familiar on what it is right now at, at some point it was like two hundred thousand dollars or something um, i don't know what it is right now um it might even be a lot less than that i'm not sure I, i'll have to check the updated amount but it's somewhere just say it's somewhere in that ballpark and uh and basically as as like team liquidity i'm gonna provide enough to get over that cap and then everything from the community is just extra and we'll just see liquidity i i mean i think within within a day launching not with let's let's say within a week you know probably within a day but let's say within a week of launching raplio on thor swap uh and thor chain we're going to see over a million dollars in liquidity in that pool i'm, I'm very confident about that and that's because what if the liquidity is going to come from the thor chain community it's gonna i think the liquidity is going to come well well even if you just take you know what i just said about team liquidity and then com- combine that with what's on uniswap right now we're almost at a million on uniswap Um, so, so take all of that liquidity and consider that it's most likely moving over to Thor swap and that's a million right there. Then you've got the entire Thor chain community. Who's going to see rap Leo. And, uh, we're going to make them understand that, that, um, actually the, something I didn't talk about is that the geyser is going to get converted into, um, auto deploying the rewards into the Thor chain pool. So instead of getting a geyser payout on hive, you're going to get, it's going to auto compound in your, in your, uh, liquidity position. Uh, basically the same way a kingdom works. So that's going to be really interesting. And then, you know, obviously we're going to have to teach everybody on, on uh, Thor chain about, about all those mechanics. And then I think it's just going to be really cool to see what, how their community reacts to the idea that there's this, you know, we've got our community and we've got a mobile app, we've got, you know, leofinance.io, we've got cub, you know, all the stuff that we work on and, uh, and a really active community. And, and most people on Thor chain are already very familiar with, with Leo finance because uh, of all the content we've written. And, you know, if you check pretty much every major ThorChain app is following Leo Finance on Twitter. 
So oh, that's awesome. I'm very confident that our launch is going to make big waves. Well, and there. what it does is it bridges the gap because now people don't have to go somewhere separate. They're like living in their third chain world. And it's like, oh, sweet. I got, you know, W Leo. Okay. Right. So, and it's surprising how that little difference makes, you know, such a big difference. Is there any desire or need for any Leo based tokens to be on, a, on, a, on exchange, you know, like a cub being on Binance uh, or, or something like that? I definitely think it brings attention to the project and obviously ease of use, but with all the decentralized exchanges, it's becoming less relevant to be on centralized exchanges. That's for sure. I mean, like, like take, take crypto two years ago. And, and if you weren't on a centralized exchange, you were screwed. Yes. Um, and take crypto now that you can go on decentralized exchanges and it's uh, you know, obviously you're, you've got options and you've got target markets and, and you can do a lot more than, than was previously possible. And if Thorchain is what we all think it's going to become, then, uh, then, you know, the attention that Thorchain will eventually get and the use cases and it's being integrated in all sorts of apps like Shapeshift and, and uh, you know, just imagine that on Shapeshift and all these other apps that decide to integrate Thorchain as their backend for swaps, uh, for trading, you know, Leo will instantly get listed on all those platforms in the form of Wrapped Leo. So I do, I do think there's still relevance in centralized exchanges, but I think the decentralized exchange narrative is getting a lot, lot better. And it's, it's definitely having more of an impact than it was before. Oh yeah. I mean, it's making it where, you know, you know, it's not a necessity to be on a uh, centralized exchange. Really, I think the benefit of a centralized exchange at this point is really just that demographic of crypto newbies. You right. know, that's a huge, it's still a huge portion of people in terms of, all right, you know, they buy something on Coinbase and that's all they do and they just hold it. I mean, you know, the, the, that, the free newbie call I do Tuesday nights, like that pretty much was that whole group of people. And that was, you know, the questions they were asking were, about just even buying on exchanges and, you know, what that looks like. And then, you know, the difference of moving that to like their own wallet. So, and that crowd's going to exist for, you know, there's always going to be those people. Um, but I think the beauty is with decentralization, like you said, from two years ago to now is that the demographic of people that are your customers, so to speak, in terms of decentralized platforms keeps growing by the day. Cool. I don't think there's any more questions, so I'm cool to wrap it up if you guys are. Works for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes. So uh, I guess uh, we'll see everyone in the Sooniverse. <laughs> yep. And uh, for next Maybe week, next we're, time we we're see going each back other, to Tuesdays. Interesting. Yep. 100%. Tuesday. Right. Yep. Yep. We'll, go, we'll have some... Uh, We'll have some big news on Tuesday. Oh my God. Don't even don't even so. tease people. Why would you do that to yourself, Cal? <laughs> now you're gonna get wins. All the wins are coming. The answer to all of your wins are Tuesday. Just, not even soon. Tuesday. Don't hopefully, hopefully Trump Tuesday. man didn't hear that. The win button's coming out. All right. So we'll <laughs> see you guys next week. It'll be uh, an eventful one, apparently. Interesting. Cal just teased everybody mm -hmm. with next Tuesday. And, and just so everybody knows, it's not like Mitch and I know ahead of time what's going on. We we find out when you guys find out. Yes, so. exactly. We're just as <laughs> we're just as thirsty giving him the wins. So don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll see you next yeah. week. Awesome. Yep, next week. All right. Thanks, guys. Okay. No doubt. All right, guys. Have a good one. See ya. Have a good one.